Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Lots to get to with uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar, so let's hop right into it. She joins us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Senator, thank you so much for the time. Uh, saw your tweet y- yesterday about artificial intelligence and its role leading up to the election. We've seen it already with uh, misinformation, uh, deep fake videos. So my question is this, Senator, what is Congress doing about it and what can we do about it? Well, we want to have an election where people can tell whether it is the real person or not. And no matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, you want to know who you're hearing from. And sadly, we're starting to see videos really in other places in the world and in our country that aren't really the candidate. So I have joined forces with a very conservative Republican, Josh Hawley, uh, from Missouri. And together we have introduced a bill with significant support on both sides of the aisle to ban these kinds of videos because even just putting a label on at the end that says created by AI, people are not going to get to the end. They're going to think it is, whether it is Donald Trump or Joe Biden or Nikki Haley or anyone, they're going to think it's the real person. And we just can't have that in our democracy. So I've appreciated that we have broad bipartisan support. And that is just one thing that needs to be done on AI. You don't want to have it used against our country in a bad way for security, um, from terrorists on. And so there's got to be guardrails big time in place uh, where they could find somehow the plans to uh, weapon or anything of that ilk. The second thing is to make sure we preserve innovation. There can be great things out of AI. It was just down at Mayo. There's exciting things happening with that. But we want to make sure that people's uh, blueprints and their plans and their own identities are protected and finally just scams. And I've been working on that as well. Uh, we had someone uh, who works for me who's hit is in the Marines and got a fake call from who wasn't their son saying that they needed money because they scraped his voice off the Internet. So there's going to be a lot of challenges ahead yeah. and a lot of benefits, and we got to get on top of it. You mentioned you know banning those videos. Uh, to me, that seems almost impossible to do, though, because it's just the Wild West. How do we control that? <laughs> Well, you put the on the platforms, right? They may not like this, although some of them have actually endorsed this bill because they know how serious it is. And you put it on them that they have to get this off. Um, because otherwise, you on WCCO radio or uh, the, the TVs, the local TVs, they're not allowed to do something like that. Like the minute they have to like put these ads on and make sure they're okay before they do it, right? That same standard should apply to these platforms. Because as much as you see a bunch of negative ads on TV and you're going to continue seeing that in the election, there are limits that they can't cross. And the problem is right now on the Internet, it's, as you say, the Wild West limits are crossed all the time. And when it gets to not even knowing if it's your own president telling you there's an emergency, uh, that is a recipe for chaos. And that's why you see people from both sides of the aisle saying there are limits to this. 
Senator, I'd like to uh, move on to these affordable drugs that are coming in from Canada. I know in 2017, you and Senator McCain introduced a Safe and Affordable Drugs from Canada Act. And also, in fact, Ron DeSantis, as of, I believe, last Friday. <laughs> yep. I know, it's crazy that I'm, I, I mean, I really like this policy, but the FDA <laughs> yeah. is now allowing... No, 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 it's always been bipartisan, uh, okay. Former Governor Pawlenty was all over supporting this. Well, thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate it. But, yeah, they're (laughs) allowing Florida to import millions of dollars worth of medications from Canada. First of all, should Minnesota be doing this? And where are we with actually getting the drug companies to sell drugs at a normal price in the U.S.? Well, um, we have been supportive, and I know the governor's supportive of this. It's just that when states have done this, Maine tried doing this, and they've run into um, problems and Minnesota um, as well. Um, but the um, answer to me is to do this federally. And that's why I have both, again, Democratic Republican senators um, supporting the reimportation of drugs um, from Canada. But there's another answer as well, and that is allowing for negotiation of prices under Medicare. That's a bill I led that's actually passed, and they're now negotiating the top 10 drugs which includes very common drugs like Eliquis and Xarelto for blood clots, Jardians, and Genuvia for diabetes. Just to give you a sense, only 10 drugs that are finally getting negotiated where pharma doesn't get their way, 9 million seniors spent $3.4 billion, not million, billion in out-of-pocket costs um, just in the last year on these drugs. And so that's why getting the uh, negotiation going is going to be really, really, really important. And that's happening right now. And then we're going to have more drugs negotiated. And then we want to, that those prices will help people who aren't seniors to get better, better rates. We're talking to uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar, a number of topics to get to with our limited time. I wanted to ask you about this, Senator, about, and this, uh, I think it relates to Joe Biden's polling numbers. When you, we see the, almost weekly, we get news that the economy in the U.S. is strong and robust, yet so many Americans don't feel that way. Why is there that disconnect? Uh, you know, it's a long time uh, until the election uh, for president, and I think as someone that's been through this before, uh, there's a lot of ups and downs. But when it comes to the economy, I think we all know things have greatly improved since the uh, pandemic. And our country actually came out of that in a much better place than a lot of other countries, including, you know, highly advanced countries. Um, and so that's good. However, we know we had inflation. We had huge problems with shipping. That was a bill that Senator Thune of South Dakota and I took on. We've seen a great decrease in the shipping rates, which have helped with costs. So now we're seeing an evening out of that. That doesn't mean that everything's still rosy. One, we need people for some of the jobs in Minnesota, and we need to get students into those areas where we know we have openings. Two, there's nickel and diming going on all the place, hidden fees when it comes to everything from Tickets for music events, one of my big things, taking on Ticketmaster, uh, to uh, pharmaceutical prices like we just discussed, to hotels and motels, to cable bills. Um, and so this has been one of my areas that I've been working on for the last few years because it's just not fair and it hurts people. And so, yeah, their wage go up maybe, but then if they have higher costs for things like housing and child care, then that eats it all up. So I think that's why you see people feeling, you know, understandably, while there's jobs available in Minnesota, while we have highly successful companies, 
you got to keep getting at what the problems are of the day. And the problems of the day are some of this nickel-diming, filling our workforce needs, um, making sure things are affordable for people. And then they can, by the way, childcare, that's going to allow more people to go back to work if you have available and affordable childcare. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Senator Klobuchar, let's address the border. I've been watching interviews with Mike Johnson, as well as, of course, the president. Mike Johnson says the president needs to use his executive authority to secure the southern border. The president reminds and journalists remind Mike Johnson that the legislature actually makes the laws. Adam and I are so frustrated. Mm -hmm. I really feel like immigration could have been solved because I've got ideas for it years ago. And it's a political football. So, first of all, who's telling the truth and what should we do about the border? Um. We must get something done on the border. Um, There are too many people for the people at the border to handle. We always have rights to asylum in this country that will continue. Um, But we are having these surges of people come over. And with that has come fentanyl and all kinds of things. So right now, there's actually a solution in the making out of the U.S. Senate, uh, which is a bipartisan group. And I put input in that, especially on the fentanyl front and some other things as a member of the Judiciary Committee, who has supported immigration reform in various forms, all bipartisan bills um, from the time of uh, George Bush on, it is time to finally get this done, <clears throat> to do something at the border. And then at but the same time... what should we time, do? What, 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 what you be? do is you, first of all, look at what the standards are for asylum. Some changes can be made for, to that. Number two, you put in a, um, some limitations on how many people are considered for asylum because uh, it's called the surge protector um, because the people at the border, the border personnel, the security people, the judges, everyone involved in this simply can't handle uh, those numbers that are coming through. People are being pushed through by coyotes, by cartels. Um, there's a potential for terrorism. And so that has to be limited. Then three um, you do smart border control, and as we know, people are going to find a way. So the best way to do it is to limit where the openings are uh, to come into the border. And then finally, and I can't tell you how important this is for Minnesota, you have to have a good legal immigration system. That's why we call it reform. You have to have visas, work permits, and that means people not just from the border. This means people who legally come in, uh, like we've seen with Hmong in our state, uh, with our uh, population of immigrants that are a big part of the fabric of life in Minnesota. And right now we need more workers in ag and in tourism and a lot of other places. So you have a smart legal immigration reform that makes that more possible. So all of those things combined are what we are working on for this agreement, which is James Lankford is involved in it, who's a very conservative Republican from Oklahoma. Um, we have got um, a number of other people that are involved in making this work so we can have an agreement. And it's going to also, this agreement also will include um, other things. Ukraine funding my Afghan uh, bill that includes all those, the people that were interpreters that helped our military 
top priority of the VFW and of the American Legion and President Bush and General Petraeus and the like, that's also something we're considering in this legislation that I lead with Lindsey Graham. So I just think we have some real opportunities right now on immigration to move forward for the safety of our country, which is number one, but also for our workforce and our economy. Senator, thank you for that answer. And I know your PR person is after us to get you going. I know you're busy. I just wanted to get your thoughts and Minnesotans' thoughts. This is near and dear to my heart. The case that South Africa has brought at the International Court of Justice accusing Israel of uh, genocidal in nature character. What are your thoughts on this lawsuit and what is Minnesotans should we know about this? Yes, well, I think we know that our country has um, uh, taken the position as far as this lawsuit goes um, that um, that this is not meritorious. However, that being said, I think we need to do everything that we can to reduce um, hostilities right now. Uh, that means bringing home the remaining hostages. Uh, that means getting aid to innocent uh, civilians and continue working to an eventual two-state solution. There was a, a terrorist attack. There are more than 100 hostages in custody, but that still means doesn't mean we don't need to reduce uh, these deaths of innocent people. And I feel very strongly about that. I feel also very strongly about getting humanitarian aid into Gaza, and I've been a long-term supporter of a two-state solution. Senator Klobuchar, thank you for the time today. We appreciate it. Hope to talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Senator. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 